This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meet Your Congregation, uh, Revolutions Meet Your Congregation specifically. And as always, I am here with Caleb. Hello. Hello, Caleb. Hello, Jay. And uh, today we are introducing, or introducing, we're interviewing <laughs> and introducing Bruce Ewing. Bruce, uh, sounds like you're making a mess back there. How's it going? Good. Just trying to get comfortable here. There awesome. we go. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, welcome to uh, Meet Your Congregation. Um, Thanks. Uh, first, we'll start out with, well, I guess, you know, where are you? Are you still in Las Vegas? Yes. Yes. Yep. Moved here in uh, 1996. I came here to do three months of a show and just never left. Ah, so, what show? Um, came here to do a little show called Forever Plaid, which was a four-man uh, quartet show, musical theater. Um, it was about these four guys that got killed um, mm. on their way to go do a gig, but they were killed by a school bus load of girls from, uh, that were going to see the Beatles play on Ed Sullivan show. So and, and so we get to come back to life and and it's just four nerds coming back to life in current day and how weird that is and funny and cool it was it was a good 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 way to make a living for a while interesting yeah well Bruce we crossed paths oh gosh it's been a long time now over a um, decade huh has it been a decade I think so I'm I'm or maybe just no you know what at least a decade it was it was actually uh. I think maybe 2007. What what year did your mom die? She died two, you, 2007. You were here like maybe a few weeks before. Before she passed? She le- Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was very close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you helped get me invited out to, uh, to the Lutheran Church, which I believe is an ELCA, correct? Yes, that's the ELCA Church. Yeah. Yeah. And as I remember, as I recall... Um, the church had not, ELCA had not voted yet to become an affirming LGBTQ church yet. Correct. That was about to happen. And I was already affirming. Mm -hmm. And you guys, now this is how I remember it, so you correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, I remember part of the, I mean, being invited out to speak, but also part of it being like, hey, Jay, would you mind just testing the waters a little bit with folks here at the church? About the whole affirming thing, just so we could see how it goes. Mm. Am I right about that? Yeah, in some, in some ways it was funny because we uh, we went through a big trauma in that church in the year, I think it was 2000. Um, one of my best friends that I was doing Forever Plaid with became the worship leader at our church. And, uh, and that worked well for him for about a month until uh, there were like 28 or 30 families that found out that he was gay and wanted him fired from the church. Uh. And at the time, we had three pastors, and they all at a council meeting. Basically, it said, "If you're going to fire him, then you're firing all of us." Wow! And so we wow. had thirty families all leave, um, but of which I think like twenty five of them ended up coming back at some point. Oh, cool! Um, but uh, the, the thing, the thing was, at the time, then it was made clear that we were okay with gay people and if people asked that question the pastor would call them into an office and they would quietly talk about it so as not right. to bring any attention to it okay so by the time by the time you came 
Um, it was very interesting. We had, we had a new pastor at, the, at that point, um, and he was uh, not secretly affirm. I mean, he was he was affirming, but um, didn't want to talk about it too much. Not, didn't want to make waves. Um, and then you came and uh, and basically just put it out there. I mean, we we advertised the the fact that everything that you had gone through. Um, in Atlanta, when basically you know your your ministry was so challenged when you became an affirming pastor, yeah, and um, so that was that was we 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 used that. Um, I still was not working at the church at that point, but um, a few weeks after you left, they asked me to come in and sing and give a little testimony because the pastor wasn't going to be there and the worship leader wasn't going to be there, right, and. Um, so I, I contacted them back and said I'd be happy to, and then a few days later I said, no, what God's putting on my heart, I don't think you guys want me to talk about. Mm. Um, and uh, But they said, no, follow the Spirit. So I went in and I, I sang, and uh, inspired by your talk a few weeks before that, I basically really just talked about grace and just talked about how there are so many people that are not um, affirming of grace, and, and me as a gay man yeah. who has always considered myself a, a Christian more than a gay man, um, you know, that's, that's a more important part of my life than, than being gay. But uh, I said, really, after your talk, it dawned on me that we need to pray for those people who are not gay affirming. Yeah. They have something in their life that they think God's grace isn't going to cover. And uh, so we, we, it was very interesting. I was so nervous. I almost canceled out the, the morning of, and I, I got up first and I sang, because when I sing, that's one thing I can do. I'm not a good public speaker. Um, but I, uh, I sang and then I, I told my whole story. Wow. Um, and, um, and that was the first time really anybody had discussed being gay from up front. Wow. That's and, great. um, yeah, oh, so wow. I, 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 I did that whole talk and then I turned around to the pianist to get the next number going. Cause I was going to end with a song also. And when that happened, I turned around in the audience with well, the congregation, it was about 500 there that day and they were all on their feet and applauding. Oh, and wow. uh, and that's sort of how I knew. Okay, we're going to be okay as a church. And uh, soon after that, the the pastor that was the senior pastor at the time, then he became very outwardly affirming, and right. uh, so much that at one point, I think a few of us said, "Okay, stop talking about gay." Yeah, take it down. We got it now. You, you like the gays. So, uh, and so that was a big joke. Move for a on. While, we we get it. it. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> funny because yeah. But thank you, Jay, because really it's, it's, it's really funny like how much you've um, inspired my life in so many different ways because I grew up um, in the church. Yeah. I didn't want to be part of the church anymore because the church didn't want me anymore. Um, I found your book and that, that TV series on Sundance yeah, at the time. Yeah, God, yeah. And then saw what the church did to you, which actually at first wanted me to push away further from the from the church, except for you didn't. <laughs> and I thought, how could they treat him like such crap? And he's still talking about love. And uh, so then I read your books. Um, of course, then I, I think just before I, I, I found you, I found Brennan Manning, writing yeah, up Brennan, gospel. That's, that's um, he had been out to the church. I brought him out also. I wasn't on staff then either, but we brought him out, uh, I think a year or two before you. And um, so, I mean, but you're, you're, what you've been through, I know, really sucks. But uh, um, thank you because you gave me my life back, oh. and that's that's pretty cool. Like I, I I don't call myself a Christian anymore. I'm I right. think inspired by you. I I'm 
I call myself a Jesus follower. Yeah. Um, cause I love Jesus, but, um, not too fond of the word Christian only because of what the American church has done to it. Yeah. It's a difficult, it's a difficult word. I'm trying to figure out ways if it's possible to reclaim it and re, you know, I don't know. I just have no idea anymore. I've been reading yeah. a lot of philosophy and philosophers sometimes can change words, you know, and, and mm-hmm. bring new meaning to words mm-hmm. and, um, Slavo Zizek's trying to do that with communism and different things like that. And so it's, you know, always interesting. Um, yeah. it's funny that that trip was a really cool trip. I remember my buddy Paolo lived out there and I went and hung out with him at this really cool punk bar, which I can't remember the name of it, but they had a really weird drink there. I don't drink, <laughs> but my, my, ex, my ex-wife, my wife at the time did. And I remember her getting it. Um, and you got me tickets, I believe to see the, I got to see the Beatles and I believe those tickets, you got those, the Beatles, uh, Cirque. Circus, yes. that which was uh, just Cirque du Soleil, Beatles Love, yeah, that it just opened it. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I mean, it's Such just a great show. I, I tell everybody, I'm like, I don't care what you think of the the Cirque, Cirque du Soleil or whatever. It's like, I always liked it, but I'm like, even if you don't like it, if you went to that one, I'm like, I have yeah. done drugs, and I have <laughs> been to that play. And they're very similar. <laughs> you don't have to do drugs to go see that. That was a great. Well, the amazing, but the amazing part of what they do too is they're given such a budget that they create. They, they're in rehearsal for six months. Yeah. Like they just, they're like somebody will come up with an idea, they'll choreograph a whole number about it, and then they'll be like, "Ah, oh, that's good," or "It's not good," and they throw it away. And I mean, they really create over a long period of time. Um, and it's crazy the stuff they come up with. I love it too. So. Yeah, it was great. And another yeah. funny thing is, I've got a Luther Rose tattooed on my leg, and someone at the church gave me a Luther <laughs> child's book, kids' book. Oh yeah. And I have that. I got that. I took that into the tattoo artist when I got home from visiting the church, and had them tattoo that on my leg. Um, I also remember being in the car. I think it was with the pastor, and I was drinking a diet coke. And I sneezed at the same time, and Diet Coke went everywhere. Mm. Was that was that was my car. That was your car. Yes, that was my car. Yes, but, but that happens to me like every other week. Yeah, that was like you know nothing for me. Ever. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> still have my Martin Luther bobblehead that, uh-huh. that they gave me because I think I spoke to the youth group at the youth pastor's house or something. No, I th- uh, you did house? a lot of stuff for us. We went to we went to. Uh, Marie Calendars. Yes, we just had, had like the staff yeah. all had lunch with you. I had lemon um, meringue and, pie for my mom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, then we, uh, we, uh, I think you spoke like you did two or three sessions at the church, and then you preached um, at a at a morning uh, service. That's when I so. still had my working chops. Mm. I don't work as much as I used to back then. Um, That's why. <laughs> I mean, especially now, but you know. I took that stand and I just watched people like my beginning just slowly trickle away. <laughs> and then the LCA got naughty of Bolts Weber. So they were like, oh, we got a tattooed punk now. See you later, Jay. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was great. And I ended up speaking at the, um, right after that, I spoke at the, the, youth, the youth convention for the ELCA. Oh, nice. And that was in um, New Orleans. To about, I want to say forty five thousand people, the biggest crowd I've ever wow. spoken to in my life. Yeah, and that was like literally like a week before the the uh, the vote for uh, being affirming, and that is the only time mm-hmm. I've held my tongue about the LGBTQ issue because the pastors brought me aside and said it's so explosive right now. 
and they go, everybody knows where you stand in this room because mm. we've already had tons and tons of emails and letters sent that people are going to either applaud you or turn around and be silent because I guess that's kind of a Lutheran protest is just you turn your back on the speaker. Um, and I thought I was Martin Luther at the time anyway. So I was like, great, that's fantastic. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> no, but I spoke and there would have been no way I would have seen if anybody would have protested or not. I mean, it was like the most insane thing I'd ever been to in my life. Um, but, but man, I was but so, so happy. you didn't when, bring it up? They, they asked no, you I, no, they asked me not to. And they said, we're about to have this vote and the whole thing's about to blow up. And, yeah. and so I kind of... Yeah. I kind of did like a Minnesota nice uh, version okay. where it was like passive aggressive. Oh, a little passive aggressive uh-huh. mention of people that we don't accept. Uh-huh. But that was about as, you know, and then like gave me five minutes. So mm. it was bizarre. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I have, you know, fond memories of coming out to the church out there. That was a really good time. I remember my, um, my godmother came out <clears throat> with her daughter. Oh, right. Her, yeah. And her daughter was, really involved in the ex-gay movement and um and i knew knew my godmother's stance you know she thought that well at least gay men because i had a friend growing up who was gay that she said uh, he didn't get loved enough by his dad or something so i thought that's turned you gay it's one of their favorites to say and um that's kind of freudian weird freudian reversal or something anyway um I was, she was there. They both came to the, the spe- to hear me speak. And so, I mean, that was really like, it was like, I was like, oh, okay, this will be great. I'm going to help these folks out. And then I had my own challenge of these two because my godmother was like a mom to me. She was very close to me mm-hmm. and very amazing woman. Um, we never, I don't think we ever ended up seeing eye to eye on that, but she didn't say one word to me afterwards. Mm. And neither did her daughter, who was also very wow. close to me. Neither one of them said anything. Matter of fact, she gave me, I think she wow. gave me a Han Solo action figure that she bought for yeah. me. And she's like, oh, because I loved Han Solo as a little kid. Yeah, but they never was like, oh, Jay, you need to do this or say that. Wow. Never got contacted about that at all. And when she passed, um, she had them send me some of her stuff and, and all that and nothing. So I just thought that was really great because she was a therapist or counselor. And um, so that was all that happened yeah. when we were there. That was a really... That was a really fun, wow. fun trip, you know. I really had a good time um, speaking with you guys, and I, especially at that time, I think I had. Uh, I'm not trying to make this about meet Jay. I guess this is meet the congregation, so I'll stop after this. But um, <laughs> sorry, um, no, I'm a baker. Um, <laughs> but it was one of those things where it was like I, you know, often worried about, especially after the after everybody turned on us and stuff. I was just like not feeling professional or respected or you know like, yeah of what i did and right like ah i'm just a kid playing this game you know and coming out mm-hmm. to that church it was just like there was this like oh we want you to talk to these group we want you to talk to this group we want you to do this we want you to speak yeah. to the congregation you know and it was one of those affirmations that i yeah, really, really affirming really validating at the time you know because yeah. everything was gone you know i was laying off my whole staff yeah. all of our finances were cut you know and i'm like ugh, i'm just this punk kid who screwed this up and then show up to a mainline denomination, you know, which were funny is like in growing up in the Assemblies of God, they're, they're always kind of looked down upon, but also kind of looked mm-hmm. up upon because they're so. They were the first Protestants. They were, yeah, yes, first Protestants <laughs> and so professional. Right. And so that, I don't know, it was really, that was a really great, a great time in my life. And uh, thanks, for, thanks for working that out. Oh, yeah. No, it was interesting because right after, I mean, when that vote came through, we still lost families. 
Yeah. Um, that, you know, that, well, we lost a pastor also that left us to go to the new, I don't even know what the new sentence called, but, um, you know, it's kind of, it was kind of sad because they're like, you're leaving, like, this has done nothing to change anything that we were doing at that church. Right. Um, but, oh, well, you know, that happens. Mm. Life moves on. So. It's wild. It was such a wild time. It's such a wild time in history. And it seems, you know. I mean, gay marriage becoming legal and all that, you know, happening all around that same time. And it was just really amazing. And, mm. I, and now in society, it feels like we move so fast yeah. that we've almost forgotten what it was like 10, 11 or 12 years ago. You know what I mean? In the church totally. and stuff like I mean, there's still churches like that, but we forget our history, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, we forget that how, what, what of a big deal it was to try to push inclusion Totally. In the church. Yeah. I, I think we definitely shouldn't take that for granted, and I don't think enough of us have learned our lessons. Mm. Uh, well, now we it's so weird, that. though, too. It's so weird now, too, because things move so fast, you forgot what the big uproar was three weeks ago. It's yeah. like it, you yeah. know what I mean? It's a, things, and, it, and they sort of, it seems like, without naming names, but it seems like some of them do enjoy doing that. Yeah. You know, we'll keep you distracted enough, and it's it's... Yeah, it's like one week, it's like kids are in cages. Oh, my God, the world's going to fall apart. And then the next minute, the president said yeah. something really weird, and now yeah. we're focused on that. And there's and a new like, Me Too thing that comes up, yeah. and a cancellation thing that comes up. and Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's being bombarded. We're old. We're old. What's up with these kids today? <laughs> they, they, their, their Twitter feeds just keep on beeping, and I say, turn off the dang beeping. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you find out, I mean, about revolution and... And I know that you've probably listened and not listened and listened and, and just kind of take us through that a little bit of like how you found out about us and kind of end up coming back and forth. Well, I think, I mean, uh, I, I found Brennan first and then He's I amazing. found, uh, oh, he, yeah, and we, we brought him out and he did the same sort of weekend you did too. And that was, that was wild having that, having that sort of memory too, of having him with us. And, uh, he was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. Um, but I think it was through that, through your, series on Sundance I started then I found you and found I'm pretty sure I started listening you if I'm not mistaken were, were was there a podcast or I don't know where I found recordings of you preaching in Atlanta before you moved to New York yeah there was a pod we started a, a, it wasn't called a podcast then it was just putting right some, I forgot what putting, it was called it was back like then. putting talks online I don't know streaming on mm-hmm. or whatever yeah and we just put them up yeah so I've been listening that long and then wow. I followed you to uh Brooklyn the, the candy candy store yeah Pete's Pete's candy, candy store, store. yeah um and and listen then and uh and uh and then you're moved to uh minnesota so i've been um i've been around for a long time there's, obviously there's sections of time where it's like oh i'm way behind on yeah. listening um but you know you go back and you find it and you you just listen or um you know at one point i was saving a bunch of them i think i have all of your galatians series from when you repeats um oh, wow saved online and uh or you know and i'm hard yeah, at some point, you know, I thought, oh, no, you have to save all this stuff. And I <laughs> would buy extra hard drives and was like, oh, I didn't have to save any of it. Um, but no, so I've been following you for a long time. And I just uh, I've sort of my um, my own belief and stance. I'm, I'm not, I don't stalk you or anything creepy like that. <laughs> but uh, my, my belief has changed and grown and it feels good. It feels good to be able to um, to change and grow in my faith as it goes. And, you know, um I the 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 more I listen, 
I realize the less I know, mm-hmm. and that feels okay not knowing. Totally. And if you, you know, but um, yeah, even even you know, this past week I was listening because I was a little bit behind. I listened to your first. I think it was your first talk, the two of you together, and it's so funny how okay. your whole. I don't know when that was recorded, but that was the demeanor of that of your relationship has changed so much. It's kind of funny. Um, I think you put it on as a recent sermon, right? It was that. Oh, from a, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, it was the very first podcast. interview. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. when I yeah. first moved out here. Yep. Yeah. He was sneaky. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I mean, you know, so I've, 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 but it's been fun to watch it all develop. And, and, um, I just feel challenged a lot when I, when I listen to revolution because, I'm, I'm now a music director for the same church that you came to. I mean, so I yeah. run the music program there, which is a lot. Um, and, and it's kind of funny that then when I'm not at my church going to my services, the other one that I go to, and I'm always out walking or running when I listen to you, but um, I go to the one church that has no music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, a, it's like, but I'm, a, I like that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't need more music in my life. I need um, just to listen and consider and, um, I do stop running or walking every so often because you'll say something and I'll, I'll write it down. I'll write the question down or, and then go back and study it in the morning. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's that, yeah, we're definitely going, I mean, I'm definitely going through a lot of theological change. I mean, I just had just last, I guess last year, this year's horrible for everyone in the world, but the year before that for me was horrible, horrible for me. Right. So 2020 has got, does not hold a candle next to 2019 or 2018. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is weird. Like you're not alone when you feel challenged because when I'm communicating and speaking, cause I, I, I don't have a shelf that I put stuff on very long. I really just, I try to work it all out with the congregation and, and with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's how I learned too. So, you know, just sharing it with everybody and, and putting it out there and, and what is the feedback going to be and, and how can we work this out and can we challenge ourselves to you know, think differently? And we've been, you know, and it's just oh it's it's it is it is a struggle yeah i mean it's it's a challenge for me as well you're so transparent though and that's that's an amazing thing and something if uh, it, it turned out this week in listening to a few of the different um older things you, you joked a few times how you know you're you've considered several times just getting out of it all yeah and um my heart sort of drops every time you say that um, so I, I just only bring this up to encourage you to please keep going because your transparency is pretty amazing and helps the rest of us. Um, you know, not, not that I, I try never to be fake in front of my congregation. Uh-huh. Um, but I do have a certain job where I have to lead worship and I have to keep things moving. And, and, um, they've seen me say some really, uh, I've said enough in times when I thought, Oh, I'm really going to get fired after today's, <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, your transparency and, and, and sharing all the stuff that you've been through, really, it's, it's inspiring to other people. So I hope you remember that in those moments that, that you feel like, oh, maybe I'm going to throw this all away. Please don't. I, yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, and, and I can – I'll tell you, I, I don't, right now I, I don't feel like throwing it away. I mean it's a life. Good. It's become a lifeline. Like I mean yeah. – uh, Pete Rollins, I'm sure you've heard me talk about. He's my oh, best yeah. friend. Talk about him in sermons, and uh, he he actually speaks. I think um, <laughs> maybe write a book or two. But um, he really encouraged. I mean, he just said, "Stay, stay in, stay in, stay in, mm-hmm. stay in." And with the time he was telling me to stay, 
the fact that I stayed for that time, I just, I, I, I have to stay. I mean, it's, I've realized yeah. I have a message. I have work to do and it is, um, art for me. It is, it is an extension of, of art. I mean, 10, 12 years ago when I was in New York, I had a, uh, <clears throat> a art professor asked me to come speak at, at NYU and he said, I see what you do as art. And I thought, I really, I chuckled. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'm going to come speak because you guys are offering me a stipend or whatever, and, or not a stipend, but a little pay. And, uh, you know, I'm going to come speak, but I didn't see it, you know. And, and now as I've grown in it more, I've realized that there is an art to it and not like a selfish mm. art, but using the tools that you have to create, you know, and the truth that you have to mm-hmm. t- to move forward and it's inspirational and it's passionate yeah. and it's there and and then and you can learn from those moments of wanting to die and wanting to quit and, and having those things and allowing that to feed into it so yeah yeah I, i'm grateful to yeah I, thanks for saying that and and also just yeah. let you know i'm I, I don't i don't have any plans right now to go anywhere else I'm not going to let this guy quit. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Another thing that you, did, that you do over the years that I've noticed, you know, because since I, since Caleb contacted me and, and said that we could have this conversation, it was just interesting because I think back to like when Brian, Brian McLaren took you in for a while, right? After yeah, I did when my, some, when my, and, during my divorce, yeah. But I also remember there was one time, and who was that? Horrible pastor in oh, I shouldn't say it like that. Um, um, the, the Denver guy that was so anti-gay and and then he was shown to have had gay oh, behavior yeah, and drugs. And, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, what was his name? And you even reached out as the church threw him away. You reached out, reached out to, to him, him to try, family. you know. Yeah. Um, God, that's and between so that and, and just your different attitudes toward keeping conversation going during this time of Trump, because I could make. Bernie Sanders look like a Republican, you know, I'm like yeah. so far liberal. Um, but I really, I love that you've, you teach a way to keep the conversation going, all the stuff that, you know, you mentioned with your dad and that you keep that conversation going, that you, um, um, you know, you challenge us to, um, to not demonize people just because mm. they think differently than us. And you really push the love and grace, and I, I appreciate it big time. So. <laughs> well, I mean, they, you know, if you think about it, they demonized us for years. I know. And it felt like shit. And, yep. and I don't want to return the favor. But human nature makes me want to no, return me too. the favor. Me you know, too. And, uh, you know, the thing is now I'll say things – in just to my cat about them. Right, yeah. And then I won't uh, say it out loud to other people or, you know what I mean? I don't send. Well, it's um, always good to have a place where you can debrief, you know what I mean? Where you can talk it out with people and be like, you know, and and let it go. I mean, MLK and I got to meet some folks who knew him and I was like, you know I mean? Like, man, I'm like, after I do some of this, this, uh, you know, gay rights activism, you know, you feel like you just, everything inside you dies and you're hurt by these people. And I mean, what do you do with them? Mm-hmm. Like you go back, you talk about it, you laugh, you make jokes, you kind of be human. And, and then you, you know, yeah. let that go and then regroup and go back out there. You know, I mean, there, yeah. I mean, there's times where I just want to literally tweet a picture of my middle finger. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just like, this is for you, everybody. Enjoy it. You know, um, exactly. If you should see all the saved tweets I have, you know, you delete or save. So I always save them to see what I was going to say later. Um, 
In Jay's will, there's a passage that says that we have to release all the deleted <laughs> yeah. tweets once he's dead. <laughs> the, the, the real Jay was a bastard. Hated you all. Um, no, but yeah, it's it's no. I mean, that's just it is human nature. And uh, mm-hmm. but I think when we we can experience a better nature of humanity when we. Uh, when we breathe and we're patient, when we let off steam to our cat or our friends or our loved ones, <laughs> mm. and they're able to go out there and listen to the other. Because, yeah. I mean, I think that's what changes people, you know? I, I mean, somebody, I don't know who the first person was to get into the ELCA and be like, well, I'm gay and I'm not leaving. I mean, mm. you're one of them. You know, like, I'm gay and I'm coming here and you guys don't, you know, you're losing it, but I'm going to stay here and I'm going to get people who support me. Right. And made the change, yeah. and look what happened. You know, to mm-hmm. the ELC, yeah. the biggest one of the biggest denominations in the country, if not the world, and now they're affirming. Um, and I don't think that happened from calling each other jerks. You know, I think that happened from people mm-hmm. being patient and kind and holding back and 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 wanting human nature. I mean, Martin Luther King did that. Um, Gandhi mm-hmm. did that. I believe even in ways Malcolm X. I mean, Tug did that actually. You know, I mean, when he when he came around, he he. he he started to do more of that too. So it's like yeah. this idea of, I don't know, see, seeing a better nature in humanity mm-hmm. in our human, than our, just our just basic human nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tearing down the walls from the inside, as John Caputo puts it, you know, being, if you're strong enough to, then staying inside of the environment that is so hostile towards you in order to change it. Because there's a lot yep. of people who are afraid, you know, and scared and hurt and said, I can't be somewhere where people don't recognize my humanity. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. So, so yeah. then don't go there. So don't be there, you know. But, 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 you can, but it's a powerful, powerful thing to do to, to remain and uh, and And, and, and so you may not it. recognize my humanity, but I recognize yours. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, yeah. it's really evident right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I guess... Um, should we ask the question? Yeah, sure. Um, this I, I'm I'm really gra- glad we got to chat, and I'm actually trying to plan a visit. Well, not anytime soon until this world comes back together. But you know, there's that punk rock bowling festival out in uh, it's out in um, Las Vegas. It's a big punk oh, no. rock thing, big punk rock show, and uh, so me and my friend we're thinking about coming out to see that and uh so if we do i'll definitely we need to we're on you're on i don't know if you still have my number if you don't just text just dm me and i'll i'll okay uh, i'll i'll give you my new number and uh we can figure out when we can hang out but i'd love to hang out and spend some time and you know see oh, you maybe that'd be great church too yeah um what was i gonna say you were gonna ask the big question oh the big which question is, oh while he's there Will you marry him? Why <laughs> no. I'm there, will you get me tickets to the Elvis play? Are they still doing the Elvis? <laughs> it's still running. Well, I mean, it's 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 not now, but I mean, it was before we closed down. So um, the Cirque is going through some problems trying to keep everybody paid during this time. Oh, so yeah, we'll see yeah. if they uh, if they end up existing at the end of it. Well, who knows what any of this is going to look like? It's God. Yeah. I saw pictures yeah. yesterday. They opened the casinos in Arizona. And I saw pictures of it so crowded, no social distancing, people wearing their masks under their chin, oh, um, wow. like on top of each other almost. At the, so I don't know how this is going to work here in Las Vegas. I, oh, God. It's really frightening. So, 
I mean, really I was is. just I'm... in the gas station two days ago, and some I had my mask on and everything. Person behind me, no mask, right behind me, and I didn't know if I like turn around and say like six feet or. I don't know. I just paid and left. But right. it's just, it's, yeah. It, who knows? I, sort of, so I, want, messages. I want to turn around to those people to get my space zone. I just want to go, you might want to be careful. I have COVID. I yeah, know. Right, right, you right, know right, and then right, just right. start coughing or something. Yeah. I'm, that's just honestly all you have out. to do is go. <laughs> yeah. Turn around. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Go- <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, don't cough in public. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the, the big, actually, the big question is. Well, it's just the question we ask every person. Um, Revolution being a church online and uh, we've, you know, and in Minneapolis, but we always ask if there's anything that you think we could be doing more of, less of, or something we could add to the repertoire to to improve what we're doing. What can we do better? Um, Actually, I mean, I just, I've I've been been watching, been tuning in in whatever way I can for so many years. Um, you've, you've hit a stride now, which is great. I really, uh, Caleb, not right to, here, yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's noticeable. Um, and Caleb, you do such an amazing job Thank and, you. and everything that I listened to so far is on revolution. Um, but I keep thinking, oh, I've got to go back and check out all his other ones, but I'm always out walking or running. So <laughs> I forget to, when I get back home, but I will, but no, you're, you're absolutely amazing. And it's really cool to see, um, one, I love the question and answer at the end of the sermons. Um, I love the Q and A with Jay. Was that only? I've only found one of the Q and As with Jay in the podcast. Were the two? We have one. We just recorded the second one. We just recorded the second one. It'll so. be up. Okay, uh, so I'm up to date with you. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, we haven't done them in like you know 15 years. So yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean everything you're doing now, it's really kind of cool because I do feel more so than ever like part of the congregation. Like awesome. I realize, no, this truly is my church. Aww. Also. Cool. And um, so I really appreciate that. But uh, yeah, just if, if, if you can keep that going. I also love there was conversation in some of these about, you know, wouldn't it be cool to have a conference in Minneapolis yeah. or somewhere, you know, to meet people. Um, and that would be a great thing if at some point, you know, Vegas is always a good place for people to come That's together. True. So we That's true. We can always host your party here if you want. Well, see, so, now uh, we've got a look. There, now yeah. we've got a, a building. Now yeah. we just need to. Yeah, we might. Exactly. Uh, that's a good idea. Okay, well, we'll talk to you more about that, honestly, because we've had <laughs> almost good. everybody said that. So, yeah, all yeah, ten of us will be cool. able to get together in one place. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I, I don't. I, I love also because I, I keep hearing you say people are talking to each other a lot on the on the the comments as you're speaking, and I don't get to do that because I never. My service is at the same time as you go live. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sure. So I'm I'm actually, and I do everything from home now. I have a uh, I have a little TV studio now in my living room because uh, I'm not going. I'm I am crazy as far as I have my groceries delivered. I, I'm not leaving my home right. uh, except for to go out and walk and uh, you know that's so. But uh, yeah, so we do all that from here. But uh, so I, I appreciate those sort of things. I need to probably go on and check out the comments and see the conversations that do happen during the sermon. Yeah, but, I mean, if you go onto the Facebook, thanks. they're all there. Yeah, yeah. But thanks for everything you guys are doing. It's really, I appreciate it so much. And it's, it's, uh, it's been fun being, uh, um, I sort of feel like a member of revolution for many years. So it's, oh, it's really cool. So, yeah. Thank you. Know, you. And you've been a part of my life welcome. and I'm grateful for that. So yeah. excellent. Thanks. Thank you. Well, have a, be safe. And all right. You too. Hopefully we'll see you one of these days in person. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. All right. Thanks for your thanks. time. Bye. Thank you. Take care. See you next time. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.
We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website. If you like that, you might enjoy the Loosen the Bible Belt podcast with Jay Baker and me, Kristen Becker. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I saw clips of Joe Lo, and she's 50, and then I realized... Uh, Wait, hold on, Dad. It's J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Lo. Joe Sorry. <laughs> That was a post-Christian podcast.